Welcome to episode 12 of the Force cast. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking like this. I'm your spray Nichols with Sam Spangler. How Hello. are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you, sir? I'm doing fine. I don't know why I just tried to be William Shatner for I two seconds. I noticed that, which is kind of funny for Force cast. Force cast, right. I, I'm, I'm talking really about... trying to really piss people off. Hey, Sam, live long and prosper. I'm good. <laughs> Actually, I'm not going to lie. That new um, Picard... I want to see uh, it. Yeah, CBS so, All Access or whatever. Do you have CBS All Access? I do not. Okay. Because my, my question I asked somebody on Twitter yesterday was, is it, does CBS All Access drop episodically? Or is it streaming? Like, or, you know, like where they just bulk drop. And they did reply and say that they're going to do episodically for Picard. Well, that'd be good. So. I don't know. I mean, I'm not, you know, one way or another. I know I feel like people are the Star Wars or Star Trek fan. And I think I've at this point fall on like more of the star trek thing right. of my life um how about you i've always kind of been more I, I, there's so many nights i spent watching old black and white um yeah. star trek with my dad like nick yeah. and night yeah and so that's i you know i think that also plays into why my i don't have i've always said part of my reason i don't have a huge love for star wars is because i didn't have anybody forcing it down my throat right and even star trek forcing my dad it. didn't i know forcing it well said <sighs> Even my dad didn't force Star Trek down my throat, but he would watch it, and so I would watch it, right. and it was like, oh, this is cool, you yeah. know? My wife had the same memories with her dad. My yeah. dad and her would watch it, and he, my father-in-law is actually very excited about it. Is he? Yeah. Dude, dude Nick at Night was the shit. Yeah. I was like, because first of all, it was Nick at Night, and they were like, adults only. Yeah. Even though it was like the most mundane crap oh, in the world. Sure. And I was like, oh, yeah, like I'm you're staying, staying up late. I'm staying yeah, up watching Nick awesome. at Night. Um, <laughs> happy days? I watched a lot of Happy Days right. on Nick at Night, right. um, but uh, wow, totally lost track memories. That's okay. I know. Good times. Good times. But um, it seems like it could be really interesting. Yes. And I've actually been redoing some reading up on it because I didn't watch a lot of like the Picard whenever he was on like the Next Generation or whatever. See, and I, that's the other thing. I love the Next Generation. Okay. See, and I haven't watched a ton. I has emotional connection with Picard anyways. Gotcha. So. Well, and I was more, so I don't know how these things all interconnect, but like I was like a Babylon 5 type still guy. Still Star Trek. Okay, still Star Trek? Yeah. Okay, and then there was another one with like a ring. Deep Space Deep Nine. Deep Space Nine. That was my other one. Still Star Trek? Yes. Still Star now, Trek. I assume Babylon 5. I actually never watched Babylon 5, but okay. I thought it was Those Star Trek two. connected. I know Deep Space Nine is. Okay. Deep so. Space Nine. Those were kind of what I got into, but not that I've got anything against They were right after I kind of transitioned to not watching a lot of TV when I was younger. Gotcha. So, like, all the way up to my dad dying, I was hardcore always watching TV. Yeah. Um, I followed a couple shows after, but, like, stuff that was on cable, yeah. never watched. Okay. So, if it wasn't wrestling or video games or music videos... That yeah. was about music videos. That was my middle pop and high video. school. Huh? Oh, pop I love video pop back in video. the day. Oh, I would watch me some pop up video. I know, now. learning about the videos. So, so my cool. dad used to actually record music videos. Oh, I didn't know. That. And he like, but you know, because you put the cassette in, rewind it, hit, yeah. re- re- and like he would record once he liked. Um, and that's one of the ways I got into a lot of music. Mostly nice. it was mostly country music videos, but like that's when I was like, what is this? And I started watching MTV and right. you know all these other shows. Well. When I got to middle school and high school, I started doing that. I started asking my mom for blank tapes. Right. I would literally put in schedule, like, when I knew they'd do the top ten of the week or whatever. Right. Or like, when TRL was going to be on yeah, or something yeah. like that, and I would schedule the VCR 
to record right. X time, and then I'd get home from school, and that was the first damn thing I did. Would pop or rewind the cassette tape and watch and it. Watch all the videos. And then what I would do is, so we had a broken VCR that I kind of finagled to got to hit. All it would do is play. So what I would do is I would record it on the one that recorded. And then I'd put it in the one that played. And the videos I really liked, I would put another blank cassette in the one that recorded. And I would hit oh record and then play. And then when the video was over, I would stop just, the one that recorded. You did and a mix VHS. Oh, I did. I really did. And, yeah. and that was the crap I did growing up oh, when I was gosh, little. That's awesome. I say little. Middle school, high school. Now, here's do you, have you, when's the last time you've watched a music video? Oh, can you think of that now? Yeah, actually, I can. Uh, when Eminem dropped the Darkness video this weekend, oh, okay, Fair enough. I watch. Well, see, I should me. actually say. So I watch. That's what I use YouTube for is watch music videos mostly. Okay. Yeah. Um, which I don't. I don't know if you listen to hip hop at all or Eminem mm, or anything. Not really. It's probably one of the. Um, I will say right. if you. I mean, I just highly recommend people watch the Darkness music video. Okay. Um, I heard interesting things about it. Yes, and I'm also a, a huge Eminem fan, so gotcha. it's just one of those things. Um, wow, we really went off topic we there. Went, for, we went off top- Let's talk about something awesome. Awesome? What happened Sunday? Um, the Chiefs. Yeah. Chiefs. Chiefs. Man, I tell you. My good friend Justin was out there in the cold. Yes, I messaged watching him. Watching like, the stadium. How you doing, Justin? You did it, man. <laughs> you did it. You did it. It was the leaving. It was. Did you hear the story about Paul Rudd? No. Okay, so there was a woman on a flight to Kansas City, right? Who said she saw Paul Rudd and was like, "I'm going to Canyon," and she was like, "I really wanted to say to him, look at us.' Yeah, you know, she's like, "But I did." Who would have thought? But she told him that she wanted to say it, and he said that he was appreciative that she didn't do it. She was in the locker room after the Chiefs game because she was there, and she said Paul Rudd walked up to him. Or she walked up to Paul Rudd and goes, hey, I'm the girl from the pain, from the plane. And she, he said, she said he turned around and looked and goes, hey, look at us. Aww. Who would have thought? You know, like whatever. Not me. Not Aww. me. It's like they took a picture with her. I thought that was really is cool. Is that guy? I mean, he's just a national treasure. Oh, he he's is. He really, really is. No, I lost my crap when the Chiefs. And I was, I have a lot of friends on Twitter and Facebook. And Twitter, my Twitter feed was going nuts of people that were like celebrating with like almost the entire fourth quarter to go. Right. And I'm like, I'm not saying shit. I'm like, nope. I said, you people are using words that I am not comfortable saying yeah. until this clock says zero. I completely but, understand. And I think what I think what got me, it, I got it a little early. I think it was the, um, God, I don't. There was something that happened. Well, I think when we got that last first down, yeah, I was like, that's it, it's done, I'm over, and I just started going, the fuck is Super Bowl. <laughs> I was just so excited. You know what made me really nervous though? What? When they didn't figure out that fake pun. When they didn't. When oh. I was, I, when I couldn't. But I was like. See, I was starting to feel. I know easy we then. were getting. I was getting comfortable. I was like, it's okay. Right. But I was just like, really? We'll see. It's like fourth and long. Yeah. And you don't. You don't expect this. Like, yeah. what are they gonna do? I, I will it, say it, just, it was oh. that it didn't bother me as much because at that point it was like three and a half, four minutes to go. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, okay, they still have to score twice. And and so I was like, I was still like, I'm not celebrating yet, but that's not bothering me. No, I understand. I understand. I just was kind of like, that could have been the end of it right there. Right. You know, that could have been the end. And so whenever it, they didn't pick up, they got the first down. It was just like, yes. So it's so good. And I, I'm living in a lifetime where I've gotten to see the Kansas City Royals. Is that not great? And the Chiefs go to their respective championship games. Yeah. And now um, I'm going to have to say here on our podcast right now, 
me and a friend of mine, we bet on the Super Bowl. We've been probably doing it for 14 to 15 years now. And every year, we bet. Do you know the record? Do you know the record? Yeah, we do have the record down. Okay. And I could I could look it up, but I don't want to waste air time. But uh, we I, we do know the record. We keep track. We've got an Excel spreadsheet that we basically keep track of. And he has with the picks me. and everything. Yep, yeah, with the picks and everything. He is best of me. We basically always bet a video game. So it's a $60 video game. Um, and he is ahead. He has won the last three years in a row. Ooh. But the loser gets to pick which team they are selecting for the, you know, who's going to the Super Bowl and who they believe is going to win. So, so who did you pick, Sam? Between so who's here? I'm, I'm calling it out right now on the podcast. If he listens, he'll hear, hear, hear this. I am not changing it. Kansas City Chiefs. That was my pick. That's your pick. I'm putting it in right now. I'm not changing it. That's it. So one what, way or another, I will be celebrating that they are there. Win or lose. Win or lose. Hopefully win. So what were the last three games you had to buy him? Uh, this last game I bought him was the Force. For, uh, Fallen Order. Yeah, Fallen Order, the Star Wars game. Um, and then I can't remember off the top Now you of were head. telling me you guys had. So was that just when you guys were on vacation? You were telling me you uh, Mario Maker two. Yeah, that was a different type of bet. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was oh, running along go. the wall. Here we thing. go. I found it already. All right. Okay. So. Uh, yeah, he Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, the year before that, he got God of War. Oh. The nice. year before that, he got Horizon Zero Dawn. Wow, he got two really good games there for three. Three, well, three. Three, including, yeah, Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, but see, the other two were game of the years for me. Yeah. I understand where you're going with that. Yeah. So, you know, pretty cool. Pretty cool. So, I'm locking it in right now. You should tell him that if he really wants to know, he needs to listen to the whole thing. Oh. And you know what I'll do? I might edit this and just put it at the end of the... Just cut I'm going to hide it somewhere Ooh. in the episode. Yeah. Is much? And then you're going to hear a beep. And I'm going to yeah. go, hey, Brent, guess what? Go. You have to listen to the whole episode to find it. (laughs) Oh, man, that's awesome. Uh, That was something else I I did do over the weekend was we finished Witcher. Oh, how was it? What did you think? Really liked it. On top of that, today I started the audiobook for The Last Wish, which is the first of the series of actual books that the show is based off of. So, no, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, It was funny because Monica said she had a problem. She was like, she was afraid she was going to watch this and only see Superman. Right. And now that we've watched it, she goes, I will now only ever see Carol. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, he is, he is, he nailed that role. Okay. Just the way he talked, his mannerisms, everything. That's encouraging. I, like I, we were kind of chatting beforehand, you know, it's like, I think you'd have to get it through the first couple episodes. Right. Is what I've heard. Yeah. And so, I mean, I'm, I'm game for that. I've been, you know, looking for something. I finished Dracula yes. on Netflix, which is uh, released by the BBC on Netflix. Uh, the same people that did Sherlock did this series and it's only three episodes long each one's about an hour and a half um but i really enjoyed all of it falls apart at the end a little bit but it's all fun speaking of falling apart at the end of it stephen king's son we talked about this a little you finally watched the trailer for lock and key i did so i did actually watch the trailer for lock and key and then you were kind enough to let me borrow the comic book lock and key um which joe hill um is yeah stephen king's son wrote uh i'm very excited for this yeah. now it's, it's different isn't it it's very it's different in a way that seems kind of like a stranger things or just kind of has like its own um history behind it and like right 
pantheon, you know, just a Bible, like a like a build world. Like it, just reading the first one, I was like, there's a lot more going on. There's a lot more tangled in this, and I'm, I'm ready to dive into it. I'm going to – I need to go up to – I keep wanting to say Game Exchange. We don't have a Game Exchange in this anymore. Um, the place next to Five Guys. Um, um, oh, man. I know what you're talking about. Says. Anyways, they're um, vintage stock. Yeah. They actually sell those yeah. uh, old comic books and graphic novels. And at one time, I went up there, and they had all of them. Yeah. And I was like – and they were all, but they were all ten dollars a piece, and I was like, I "Can't afford it. Well, I don't really want this, but I'm not going to do it." Um, there's also, just so you know, like we we're talking about nice things that we <laughs> right, right that nice things that are ours just, and that yeah. we want and need. Yeah. The, you know, the the luxuries of being an adult, and I'm going to oh, waste my so money on fun. this. Um, Pay kids, and, and so having read the book, I can now maybe this will make a little more sense. There's actually like you can buy a really nice display case that has all the keys from the entire series oh, in it and they're all different shaped for what they're for yeah. and everything mm. so okay i'm happy you liked that i was yeah. i was like really wanting somebody to geek yeah, out really, about it was that. kind of funny because i paged through it when i was looking at it and i was just like i don't know i mean i didn't really know what it was about or anything and then you get right. it started and you're like okay yeah and there's some really uh tough topics there are that like very heavy handed and um, like right off the bat yep, too. Right off the bat, and you kind of see it, and you're just like, "Wow, this world's going to go really deep." And right. at least I think it is, and it, right. it's gonna. I'm gonna enjoy it. Which I should also get you. Um, I don't own it, but Nosferatu is probably my favorite Joe Hill book. Yeah. I haven't. There's he's got a couple other. He's a very good horror writer. Oh yeah. So. Um, I wonder why. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> Thankfully, he knows how to finish a book. Uh, <laughs> what a. I don't know. Let's talk. Let's jump into a couple of the only two small news things that I saw. Let's do it. Um, Dying Light has been delayed from spring to someday. Which I'm bummed. I mean, here's the thing. I didn't play the first one. I, it, I was just, I don't know. It didn't look like my jam exactly. But I will say the trailer for the sequel looked pretty dang good. I was kind of like, wow, this is a world that's fleshed out a little bit more, has some more activities built into it. I could see, you know, going through that place and bummer. I can only do so many zombie games, and I understand that. And, and this is going to sound stupid, but Last of Us put such a did, it was so good at making a serious, non-jokey zombie game. Yeah, that all the the jokey, fun, like cartoonish, almost looking zombie games. Because to me, Dying Light looks a little cartoonish to me. I. It, also doesn't look as narrative driven mm-hmm. as like the last of us but i've never played it i was just kind of one of those eh, it right. doesn't look no, like and if i'm wrong correct me somebody i don't care tell me i'm wrong i'll look into it but i just was like eh, okay but it's just it's kind of you know it sucks because dying light was set to come out this year dying light 2 they've obviously put a crap ton of work into it right only to go from spring to yeah who knows when we get to it which is crazy Right. I don't know. Especially when you got a game like Cyberpunk, who delays and pushes it from May to September. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are like, okay, that's fine. We can live with that. Yeah. And it's because you know, what was your your quote from last week that you said earlier? Yeah. That a bad game is bad forever. A delayed game is only delayed. Correct. So I'm I'm okay with that. And I, you know, I see a lot of people that off like my Twitter timeline is like, stop saying the date of a game if you don't think you're going to be able to nail it. I'm like, 
they need to set some kind of goal. Absolutely. And you know, and you get so far along in production, you're like, okay, hey, just so you know, this is what you're going for. And at this point in the way video games are made and manufactured and released, every release date should always be a tentative release date. Mm -hmm. Like nobody should get their hopes and dreams up for a release date. You know, like I would kind of hope that they would, I wish they would actually do that with video game systems and not release them like, okay, we're stuck to it. Like I would rather Sony or Microsoft get to the holiday and they realize there's a mistake or there's something that isn't working right. Instead of saying, all right, we're still releasing it, but you're going to get a whole lot of updates in the first three months. I would rather them say, push it. You know what? We're not hitting holiday um, spring because you're telling me, especially at the cost. It's one thing. And that's the other thing. It's one thing to push maybe a $60 game, but Mm -hmm. $400, $500, $600 video game console. We're looking at 600 for the top series consoles. So there was a leak today. And that went along with the PlayStation thing. The whole there's rumors it's going to be announced within the next four weeks. David Jaffe from Sony has said replied to somebody on Twitter and said the PS5 unveils in the next four weeks. Right. Um, there's been several leaks. Uh, we watched a little bit of gameplay from the Godfell Godfall. Am I saying that right? Yeah, Godfall. I think so. I think cool. um, just it was like six seconds of just a little bit of action and fighting. Um, there's I think that I have a feeling whoever. <laughs> Sony's not going to be able to hold in a lot of details because it seems like over the next four weeks, a lot more stuff is going to leak out right. before it's actually released. Their final, um, yeah, but there was a leak that said that UK was going to be 450 and US was going to be 499 for PlayStation for, for the cost of the PS5. That okay. was the, the tentative leak, which is about kind of what I expected. Like, I would prefer it closer to 400. Right. But, oh, yeah. It'd always be nicer to be cheaper. Right. But, I mean, 500, 400 is obviously the sweet sweet, flo- mm-hmm. sweet spot, but I'm not going to dog 500 too bad. I, I'm worried more about what the X series yeah. version of the six. Xbox. You think that's going to be I think six? it'll be 599. And I think they're going to have another version, like a cheaper version. I can't, I would, I'd kind of blown away that they would do i think we talked about you know like the two different consoles that release i think it's kind of it's confusing it's tough for the you know but i think it's gonna be like we're gonna put out our premier console and we're gonna have the one that i don't know why it will be cheaper but it may not have all the you know bells and whistles so like the ps3 operated at a loss for more than half of its lifespan and before they finally got it to where the cost was down and enough that was you got to wonder if maybe um, do you think Microsoft would overprice their X series and underprice their little their normal to try one to, to like make tr- up for it to make up for it. So you know, say kind of like what you're shooting at here right now, where PS5 is you know 500, and then the X series 600, and then the other one I think is called Lockhart. It's like its nickname, right? Um, 400. I think there's a possibility. They have that little stretch in between to say, right. "Hey, do you want to go for the you know the bigger?" Because they'll they'll get the diehards. The diehards yeah. will drop six hundred dollars. Oh, okay, sure, oh, absolutely, take it. absolutely. But then it's like then all of a sudden you're comparing like, you know, Sony's got a console that's five hundred dollars and the Xbox is a hundred dollars cheaper. Which they've tried to build back a lot of goodwill because they kind of you know their messaging was. For terrible. the most part, they've done I think and a good they, job. They've done a yeah a pretty dang good job with where they started. I think they've, you know, reaped it quite a bit. And I think 
E3 is theirs to own now with PS5 or Sony <laughs> dropping just out. dropping out of it. Um, I mean, <laughs> Sony's going to do their own thing. Right. They're going to come out. They're going to show you, hey, here's here's why you stick with us. We've got stuff coming down the pike, and I don't have any doubt about that at all. But Microsoft now has the ability to come in and say, look at it. We've got Fable. We've got um, Halo Infinite. We've got, um, oh, what's the car game? Oh, uh, um, that's Forza. Like Forza. We've got Forza. We've got, you know, and just like... Um, the game from Ninja Theory, we've got, you know, like, just like, boom, boom, boom. Like, look at all these, you know, exclusive games that we've got coming for our, you know, console, our new fancy console. And then it's like, wow, you know, their lineup's looking pretty nice. What do we do? Right. That's the other thing is uh, the other thing that was rumored with when they did the price drop was that uh, uh, Gran Turismo 7 was going to launch with, with the PS5. With the PS5. So. That'd be good to do. Well, I'm thinking about this too. You know, like I know that they've partnered. Um, Microsoft has partnered, I think, with some you know other game, uh, not game, uh, game developers, because I think um, Cyberpunk is kind of leaning more like extra Xbox branded, even right. though it's not you know going to be exclusive. Right. I mean, imagine that. Now it's coming out in September. Right. And you've got this like closer huge to console that's like a big powerhouse, right. and you're just like, yeah, you can play it on PS5 or. You can play it on this console that's got, you know, all the, like, processing power that we've got. We can do all this. And, I'm fully uh, expecting Bethesda to show out at the Mi- at the, at the Microsoft Star thing. Pulse. It's about time. Right. Um, they need something. They need something. And they'll give another tease for, they need to give another tease for Elder Scrolls. This yeah. is, this is a Bethesda fan. Yeah. Uh, they need to give another tease for Starfall. Yeah, that's the right name, right? Yeah, Starfall. Not tease. Um, they need to give you a concrete. They need a release date. Again, even if it's tentative, I want to see gameplay and a release date. Right. I don't care if it's alpha gameplay, beta, whatever. And then um, you a tease for Elder Scrolls that at least lets you know what it is, like what yeah. the so Skyrim was dragons, Oblivion, the Oblivion Gates. Like, give me, tell us where it's set. Do something. Mm-hmm. Give us some kind right. of meat so that we know. Okay, it's coming. It's going to be next gen, legit only, exclusive. That's fine. Um, but my uh, Bethesda has always leaned more Microsoft. Yeah. So I remember was it um, Colin Moriarty from IGN and kind of funny had like openly said once that he thought that um, the guy that runs Bethesda flat out hated Sony or something and there was like a big to do about it and he was like no we'd love Sony we just everything kind of came about at first and because wasn't like the first couple those were on my 360s well yeah 360 came out a year before yeah PlayStation PlayStation 3 3. and so you know the Oblivion at that time you know that was the only console you could play it on and so that just kind of got that built into the I think mind of a lot of fans basically well, how about Doom? Are you a Doom guy? I, you know, I, I didn't get the newest one. Yeah. But I'm Doom I think Eternal. It's on, uh, Game Pass. Is it? I think it might be. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be easier to list what's not on Game Pass I know, than I want to play. This, point. Um, uh, this one I, uh, random game from Russia, and that's it. I kind of get dis. I'll tell you, as much as I w- will sing the praises of Game Pass on the Xbox One. They need to step it up on the PC. I know it's in beta, and I know they're working on yeah. it. But, like, the other night, there was something. I think when we were talking about playing GTA or playing Dying Light or something, I was like, I want to get it on my computer. Right. So that if somebody's upstairs playing something, I'll just play down here on right. the computer. And I'm like, 
there's, it's not available. There's nothing available. I mean, they've got a couple things on there, obviously, but they need to work on their licensing that they've got going on with the PC. Here's that Microsoft. Do yeah, it for bringing your crap together. Um, <laughs> the uh, wow, and I don't know where why I went off topic with Game Pass, but um, it's yeah, okay. I uh. You had the feels about it. It did. Felt like it was right. I had, had to say it. Yeah. Um, the other, there was another game that got de- delayed from or to May because I think this one was supposed to come out in February or March. Um, the Iron Man VR for PlayStation mm-hmm. has been delayed to May. I could just delay that forever. Probably do better. I have. Do you have any faith in the Avengers game? I don't know. You know, with what they showed, there, I could see it having a small following of people that enjoy it. Um, I don't know. It, just it looks, looks rough. It looks really rough, and I don't, and I don't mean just the graphics, which no. do look rough, but I mean more the the idea, the conceit of it. Like, is that something that's going to hold up over time, or? And I mean, I know they're talking about like there's going to be instances, and it sounds like they're kind of almost like a Destiny like with some right open world ish. But I don't know that people want that with characters that look like no. knockoff. They they Avengers. want Spider Man. They want Arkham. They want you know, give them a big world to explore, and and with a yeah. solid story. Right. Because that's like the biggest thing with the Arkham series and with Spider Man. It's like. Come on. I mean, the story yeah. is just as good, if not better, than the gameplay and everything else. And I'm going to apologize for Vic because he's being extra loud tonight for some reason. He's got a lot to say about you. Yeah. I think he's all for Avengers, but, you know, that's yeah, That's the problem. That's okay. Know. It's all right, Vic. You can be. <laughs> it just depends on, you know, how sales go. Um, but, you know, it could surprise you, too. So that's the thing. Yeah. I think that's kind of like you're saying. They want an open or exploring a place that they know feel like they know with these characters and trying to put it on like a linear path where you're like just doing you know get to a to b i don't know that that's what people want from this i think they want those individual stories like right. this would have been better is like okay let's just do a hulk story let's just do a captain america story but you know that takes the, lots of time lots of money the, my opinion the best marvel video game is the um first Avenger or not Avengers Marvel superhero Lego Marvel superheroes I feel like it was the perfect telling of the story they were trying to tell yeah and the the open New York City with the right. towers and everything was really well done granted it was a Lego game but it was still I well, you know I back up. that up obviously it's not better than Spider-Man yeah I mean oh, no. and, and I, I know that sounds weird I just mean more as a See, I see Spider-Man. I don't in my head think a Marvel video well, game. Because you think Sony. It was yeah, Sony, Sony, right? Oh, Sony-owned property, so right. That's um, understandable. I'm gonna. I do want to vent about something. Here we go. And we, you and I touched right on this a couple. Of, this is this is my venting corner. I'm just gonna set my mic aside. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna talk a little bit about Rise of Skywalker in a minute. But Rise of Skywalker came out when? Beginning know. of December. Probably. Right. Yeah. I was able to make it from the beginning of December <laughs> until the second or third week of January and not have any spoilers. Now, granted, I obviously did a little bit of work there. I didn't go searching anything. I avoided certain websites. I stayed off of Reddit. I wasn't on Twitter a whole lot in the last month. And I didn't. The people that I know that like Star Wars don't talk to me about this stuff anyways because they know I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. 
But I was able to go over a whole month without major spoils. Spoilers. I'm a big DC CW show guy. We haven't watched this season yet. But they wrapped up their big Crisis on Infinite Earths thing. And apparently no website in the world would let me go two hours without a huge spoiler of what happens at the end of that damn series. And I just want to say, people, do better. If anything, television shows should have, especially big things like that, should have a little bit more of a spoiler. Because people, obviously, at least a week. You know what I mean? Because people record a lot of crap. If you're actually watching live television anymore, you DVR it, watch it later. Two hours, Sam. Two hours. And their big shtick that they did at the end of that series, or that that crossover thing, was spoiled. And I'm just like, how are we putting, not only in the headline, the big twist... But the pictures that go along with it on everything, like on their websites, you go to GameSpot's website that night and it's the top image and the top headline saying exactly what happened. And I just wanted to. You just need more self-control. Just don't look at anything. And apparently at anything at all, anymore, ever. Like, give me a rotary phone. Go go rotary phone. Just turn it off. Yeah. I would love to do that and just watch my kids not know how to do it. Turn off the electricity of the house. Damn Except thing. for the TV, have that be the only thing you wait and watch. <laughs> I would love to remove all the electronics from this house for at least a week. Um, could you do that? Could I? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, say you had your phone at work because you needed yeah. it at work for yeah, yeah. like contact with. Oh, people. absolutely. Could do it. I could do it too. I mean, we go to a place with a couple of friends that has no internet, no nothing. Like, yeah. just hanging out, playing board games. Sounds amazing. It is. It's really, really. Which nice. we need to get together and play another board game soon. Agreed. Um, so going back to my Rise of Skywalker, I did finally get to see Rise of Skywalker. What um, did you think? I enjoyed the movie. I have some issues with the way they handled wrapping up some character and story arcs. Not like why in the f would they ever effing do that type issues more man I feel like they could have handled that differently you know what I mean oh yeah Um, but when you're trying to wrap up that many big of a story over I don't I think I said four or five decades has it really been eight nine ten eleven five decades yeah holy shit Um, I mean there's they're gonna do that plus split over three trilogies basically with different visions set for each trilogy and even within the second trilogy the newest one no i feel like no communication between them but anyways that's a whole nother thing um my what i what made it amazing for me was watching my kids geek out mostly the seven-year-old logan you would have thought it was christmas and especially when he'd yell out at a couple cool points and it was yeah. it is always nice to have your kids get excited about right what uh, you grew up with real quick i want to throw this also out there there's a scene where ray is climbing the side of a, of a ship and um anybody who's listening to this it's listened to past episodes will understand why i, I equal parts rolled my eyes and internally laughed my ass off um 
her, she loses her grip and starts that slide. Mm-hmm. Like, oh no, the, the main character is in trouble. Right. Dave, in the middle of the freaking movie in the movie theater, sends me a text that says she forgot to push R two. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. really, Dave? For, uh, my initial instinct was, why the hell is he texting me in the middle of a movie when he's six seats down from me? And then I'm like, really, Dave? Yeah. And then I'm like, <laughs> stupid freaking r2 so now you have to explain all of it because this is okay for jedi fallen order fallen order one of my bigger complaints was the the climbing mechanic if you didn't initiate r2 like if you walked up to a wall the only way you could climb it was if you pushed r2 Mm -hmm. if you jumped from a ledge to it you had to push r2 but if while climbing you jumped to another ledge you didn't have to push r2 makes sense Totally makes Logical. sense. Uh, anyways. Um, so, yeah, it was a funny, funny, annoying, and depressing tweet or text to me. Um, I think you should see it just just to see it. I'll wait for it on Disney Plus. On Disney Plus. Where it's, yeah. Where you literally aren't paying for that either. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. that's, no, that's good. I like that. Um, is, is any desire gone up to see it? None. Zero. None. Just you don't think you're a Star Wars guy anymore. I don't think I'm the Star Wars guy that they this they told generation. The story about. Yeah, absolutely. This generation. They may tell a story that compels me to come back and be like, "Oh, this is an interesting thing to watch again." But the only character that I ever found slightly interesting in the whole you know new series with um, these characters has been the Kylo Ren, the bad guy. Right. He's the only one that yeah. I was just like, he just doesn't fit the mold exactly. He's imperfect as a bad guy. I find that kind of interesting that he kind of does seem like a whiny crybaby um, and in control, uh, uncontrol of his anger and just his like passion. But he kind of is leaning back and forth and everybody else just feels like milk toast, which is, <laughs> you know, milk toast is the most bland of all toast that has ever been made. Um, well, I can't wait. I, want, I can't wait till we record the episode where you finally watch it on Disney yeah. Plus so we can talk and about it. And I'm like, it. yeah, milk toast. <laughs> um. So we talked a little bit about, I guess we want to talk about what, how do you want to do this? Do you just want to rank our, yeah, our... yeah I can do it right now and I'm going to leave off the rise of Skywalker cause I haven't seen it. Okay. So I'll just leave it off. But so I was just going to go through the entire Skywalker saga. That's all we're doing right now. Right. That's we're leaving we're off solo rogue one. Um, the, the Mandalorian, like even we the Mandalorian, you know, we're Clone leaving Wars. off other properties that I think could be involved in this discussion. Right. But I'm just going to go simply with nine these movies. Nine movies, eight, eight for me, eight, eight nine for you. for you. This is how I would rank them. So, The Empire Strikes Back, okay, Return of the Jedi, because I loved back as a little kid. Like um, Ewoks were my jam, and I thought they were a blast and fun to watch. And it was awesome to see Luke as a complete Jedi at that point. And I was like, man, this is really cool. Uh, then it would be A New Hope, the original. That got it all started going. Uh, then I think I would go with The Clone Wars. Is that what it's called? Attack of the Clones. Sorry, Attack of the Clones. I Attack of the Clones. No, you're good. The Attack of the Clones. I just said Clone Wars. Yeah, some good action in there. You know, some building of a little bit more story. Interesting. Um, then after that, I would maybe go with The uh, Revenge of the Sith. Some good lightsaber fights on that. Although the acting and whole point of it is ridiculous. But whatever. Then I would go with the Phantom Menace. Because it's garbage. 
but the other two movies are even more garbage after this. And that would be The Force Awakens and last but not least, The Last Jedi. And your assumption is that the Rise of Skywalker would be No, I'm not even leave I'm not even saying that's my assumption is that the Rise of Skywalker would be my very last one. I just haven't seen it, so I can't therefore rank it. Oh, and then I forgot my number one was Blade. <laughs> nice i like it no 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 I, I would expect nothing more than you or nothing less from you um so i will give you this this is the one bone i'm gonna throw to all star wars fans Here we go. i will i will give you um empire strikes back at number one okay because is it's in the terms of everything they're doing with the whole saga it works yeah and it works really well um, that's gonna piss everybody off. Um, I'm gonna go. I bet you'll find somebody that agrees with you. I bet I won't. I'm gonna go with Attack of the Clones. Okay, is number two. Um, reasoning just because I told you like I clones. I know. I just and I. The original three movies weren't my 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 deal. I just couldn't. Okay. And it's and I'm not trying. I'm not trolling. I'm not trying to troll. I'm not trying to be an ass or just piss people off. It's just how I came across the series and how I went from it. I don't know. Okay. You're staring directly at me as you're saying these. No, exactly. With the <laughs> um, Phantom Menace, and I know you really don't like that one. Um so rough to watch I'm gonna go Return of the Jedi okay I'm hearing my son talk and it just threw me off for a second I was like who am I hearing talk um Force Awakens I really didn't like New Hope Sam I understand it's kind of when you go back it's hard to watch but there are some great moments Han totally talking to the intercom and like um Harrison Ford ad-libbing the you know, no, no, dis- disregard, disregard. Just the laser blast makes that. I'm gonna worthy. No, I'll leave that. Uh, Revenge of the Sith. Okay. Where am I on six? Rise of Skywalker. Well, that's much lower than I thought it was gonna be. Really? Yeah, on your list. I'm surprised. Um, as much as you talked, you liked it. Last Jedi, New Hope. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, that is an interesting list. So, but. so Rise of, I could have probably swapped Rise of Skywalker and Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. The um, and honestly, Force Awakens. You could have thrown a dice for those three, right? And they could have fallen anywhere okay. in there. Fair enough. Um, I Force Awakens for me is New Hope, but better. I it just I don't know why. Like I, I see like all the parallels between the two, right. but it, I felt the acting was better. Yeah. I felt the action was better. Right. Um, and I know you don't like the characters, but it was like a whole lot of, so if you're starting off a franchise, I was so bored at new hope. Yeah. Whereas force awakens is like, okay, who are these people? Give me information. Like I'm curious as to what's happening. Um, I will say none of this has to do with the technical aspects of the movies. Okay. Cause I've always said from day one, I understand why the first three 
were what they were. Yeah, absolutely. They had to be at the time. Um, But having said that, it's Rise of Skywalker is is in the middle, but maybe on the lower end, just because I really didn't agree with how they could have done things a lot better. Right. Um, I don't. Do I want to get? Do I want to say a couple spoiler things? I mean, as long as you put the caveat before. Spoiler, and I'll try to make them quick. There's no reason why they should have kissed. Yeah. Um, Ray and the sand snake. Ray, Ray and what? The sand snake. Yeah, the sand oh, snake. they made out. Um, the, uh, I didn't like how they ended Ben's arc. Yeah. Um, the, I felt like they should have explored why the clones were rebelling. Yeah. Does it feel like damage control? Does this feel like damage control? Like, this is here, this is, okay, let me get, kind of jump into it a little bit here. Here's my thing. The first three stick with me because I just, you know, I grew up with them. Well, I didn't grow up with them because I wasn't born at the time, but I watched them as a little kid. Right. And so I have that nostalgia built in my head, so I understand it. But that's why they fit in my one, two, three. The new, the ones that George Lucas made, like, as faulty as they are, they had moments. Each one had like, yes. moments in them that I'm like, I can kind of, I didn't care for a lot of the actors, but they did, I think, do a good job with Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. And then, you know, some the fights were fun. And I think the, like, looking back, it made me think, like, you know what? When the Jedi were in, like, in the groove that they were at their height, this is probably how they were functioning, you know? Right. So, like, when you see Luke Skywalker as a little, as a young kid, you know, kind of, like, developing his skills and then fighting... You're kind of like, well, there's not really been a Jedi around for a long time, so he's kind of like figuring out on his own, and he's becoming who he is, which is what it, at Return of the Jedi I think was the peak of that, which I was like, whoa. But then, like when you see him in the prequels, you get pretty interesting moments, and though, like I, like I said, some of the acting is just like cringeworthy. Like I can barely watch some of it right. because of the writing's bad, the acting's not great. The effects are, you know, oh, decent for what they were at the time, but they probably don't hold up now. Um, but it was, you know, fun and popcorn And then they tried to throw in, like, the political stuff, which I'm just like, what is this garbage? You're in the wrong movie series, but whatever, dude. But that's, like, the whole new, like, saga, like, the ending of the saga. I just felt like, okay, so you, you have this six-movie story that's like, okay, here's the movies. And you can go anywhere with them. And I know you're trying to like complete a series and move with move the needle a little bit with like this Skywalker story. And you choose the most basic storyline that's been told, like you know, already in the movie twice. Like you basically had another Death Star, and that was already used in the first movie, and right. then also the Return of the Jedi. And I'm just like, you can't think of anything else. You can't think of any other ideas. You guys have more money than you know what to do with at you know at disney like you sat down in a room and this is what you came up with and i just want to be like shame on you yeah shame on you that is the worst story i've ever heard and all your characters like it's like you decided to be like who's the most bland people we can cast or the most most bland like character development in the world and i was like and you nailed it congratulations if that's what you were going for you get a freaking award for it because they're boring as all get out i don't care crap about them you could have killed them all and replaced them with new characters like the very next movie and i probably would have enjoyed it more so i've been like okay i'll move on with that 
And then The Last Jedi, I don't even know what they were thinking with that garbage. It's like, let's go to a planet that's all like gambling and like the, the ships can't keep up with each other. Yeah, I didn't and understand no the point of that at all. And there's no consistency with any of like, hey, this big bad empire who actually was kind of menacing, I feel like, in the first movies is like a joke. They're a joke. They can't figure out how to like shoot down. They're like, oh, this guy's approaching us. And he cuts off his comm. So let's stop talking to him and let him just attack our ship. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Like, no. Like, give me. You, like, it would take two seconds for the actual Empire people to be like, no, nah, shoot that guy down. Like, just shoot the ship. Like, that. don't be stupid. Like, he's coming at us. It's an, you know, an enemy ship. We're not in a go. We're, our plan is to blow these people up already. Right. Why allow one ship to approach us to do anything? No. It's over. We no, forget it. You're done. You're finished. And then you go off to a gambling planet for no apparent reason and meet like characters that don't really even matter. I'm like, what is happening in this movie? Like, and you ride cats, and I'm like, what is going on? Like the dumbest storyline I've ever heard of. And then, oh, the battle where there's like, now granted, cool, very cool looking thing when they're on the salt planet and they're like flying towards those things. Which of course, like of course they've got ships in this place that like make it look beautiful as they're flying towards it. But as they're crashing and the, I'm like, first of all, you're a thousand miles away from your own people. When that guy, when his girlfriend or whatever crashed into him. And I'm like, oh. and those stupid walkers didn't just be like, once again, Kylo Ren, who's not very happy with these people that he's fighting against. Doesn't just go like, I'm going to just blast this like idiot that's standing out there right now. What is happening to these people? These are the dumbest characters I've ever seen. And then Luke doing like a stupid dance at the end. Ugh, I can't stand any of these movies. I just want to punch them all in the face. And that's my moment. <laughs> and I'm done. I want to ask you a question. Yeah. Because I've been trying to figure this out. You know, people give Rain Johnson a lot of shit for Last Jedi. Yeah. I guess here, here what process do you think they took? Because I feel like if you're doing this kind of undertaking, you're spending as much time as you need to storyboard three full fucking movies. Yeah. Like, connect them, like, yes. whatever. Because it does feel like, especially with The Last Jedi, like, what they did was they went, okay, we did Force Awakens. Yeah. We kind of got some good positivity out of it, as right. much of a rehash as it was. Hey, figure out what you want to do with the second movie, and then we'll have somebody else figure out what they want to do with the third movie. That's really what it felt like. I, I felt like they didn't say no consistency, right? And I and I can almost get okay, maybe they didn't want to do spoilers or like they wanted, didn't want to risk losing information. But like, I feel like there's no way Force Awakens gets greenlit without having a plan. Rise of Skywalker yeah. completely flushed out. Yeah. Well, and everything, I mean, granted, you know, there's all these rumors, rumors about, you know, Ryan Johnson, like, kind of scrapping the, the script and going ahead with his own thing to kind of, like, flip it, it's on it, flip it it's on its head, the whole, like, story. And, okay, Disney, you're Disney. You come in and you say, no. You've already kicked you, directors off projects. You did that you with did. Solo. Exactly. They were like, no, already, we don't want yeah, you guys doing this. you've people off projects that you're like, we don't agree with this, but you're going to let this... I mean, I liked some of Ryan Johnson's movie. They're fine. But I'm like, you're like somebody come in and be like, you know what? I want to flip it all in its head. Like, who? I mean, 
what were you smoking when you right. like pitched this meeting that this guy like fooled off? Actually, you know what? I think I just figured out. I think Ryan Johnson might be a Jedi. I think he just mind tricked everybody. I think he just did like, you know, you do like my movie ideas. They are enjoyable. <laughs> you know, people will redeem it as the best movie in the series ever. And it's just like, I think it actually worked. So do you think they storyboarded any of it or thought all three movies out? I think they had a definitive plan and I think it went off the tracks. Like, hugely i think you know they talk about jj abrams like okay as far as as much as i hate like the like new saga like i get it i get why they did the first movie the way they did because they are trying to bring in some of the new and old right and for those people that like nostalgia is like their jam that would have fit like you would have been like oh man like there's lots of things that seem similar in this universe oh look at this cantina scene and look at that thing that looks like a death star and oh look at that dude that looks like han solo you know and they just kind of like fit it but they had enough tweaks in there for people to be like oh but you know finn's a a a clone that they don't even tell you anything about and he's the dumbest character ever yep he's in there oh good you got whatever him in there for whatever reason and a droid that has the plans okay yeah there's enough in there for people that are die hard to say hey this is great and I think they had a plan, like moving forward from that, to say, okay, this is what we're doing. But like our next story, we want to take to, you know, X, Y, Z. And I think it must, a lot of it must have been pitched, and we're like, well, no, maybe it was too similar. Maybe it was too like, oh no, this is too Empire Strikes Back. Like right. this is really too much on the nose. I, like them saying, oh, Ray's parents are, I don't know, who would it be at this point? Luke, you know, <laughs> Luke's her dad. And then he, she cuts off. Do you know the twist? What? Who she is? Yeah, I know who okay. she is. But like maybe that's where they were going with it, where Luke turns, right. turns bad and he does like a backflip or something. I don't know. And you're not going to like me saying this. Because of who she really turned out to be. Yeah. I totally can get the... I feel like somebody's stabbing the inside of my nose. <laughs> um, I totally can get Straight the ahead. speed of catching on to everything. Yeah. Um, having said that, I feel like they thought out The Force Awakens fairly well and then said, these are the next big points that we want to do. Right. Like, these are our set pieces that we want to do in The Last Jedi. Yeah. We got to have somebody riding cats. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they, that was one of them. But, um, For no so, so they're like, we have these three major scenes. Yeah. Work around it. And you think that's what kind of hit? I think that's what happened with Last Jedi, and then Rise of Skywalker. I think you're. I I do think there was a lot of. I'm serious. It feels like somebody's <laughs> stabbing right on the inside of my nose. Um, you want me to punch you? No. Take your mind off. Your <laughs> so, so, but a guy I used to work with was like, "Man, my head hurts. Come here, I'll step on your foot." What the fuck? Why? Is like because then you won't be thinking about your head. It's the major pain way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then I th- I do think. Too much of Rise of Skywalker was yeah. probably put towards making amends. Right. Whereas I think, because at its fault, I don't, or at its core, I think the main idea and story of what they were trying to do with Rise of Skywalker yeah. was fine. Yeah. I see why they went all the places they went. But I do think they tried to cram too much in to quote unquote fix. Yeah. issues from last jedi well and that's like my major thing is i'm like they had op- ample opportunity to flesh out characters and make them slightly more like hey tell us a little bit like 
I don't get this. Like, let's keep everything a secret till the end. Let's right. keep all this like, like, why is Ray so good at this? Why are these characters, you know, the way they are? And it's like, why wait till like, give us like trickle feed that out. Right. trickle it out right so that like you're getting a little bits and pieces and then you get people speculating and rumors because like after the first one i'm like i don't know and i don't care and then after the second one i was like okay i'll go see it because maybe this will introduce a little bit more right. of the story guess what i thought after leaving that nope i don't know and no. i don't care and now after that like they basically have turned me off to the point where i'm like i don't even need to watch it because guess how the third one's probably gonna end for me <laughs> I'll give you one guess. You just don't care. Yep, exactly. You still don't know, and you still don't care. Exactly. Um, which I actually had somebody today throw a curveball at me as to how they thought something would happen in the end. Is that what stabbed you in the nose? No, yeah, dude. I Seriously, it's really <laughs> weird. It feels like just like right on the end of my nose, like there's just... Um, anyways. Um, <laughs> stop changing topics. Um Here's a question, and I get—I I guess I kind of get why they did yeah. another trilogy. But do you think if they had actually taken the time and done mostly for my own OCD, four movies instead of three, and flushed, taken the time with the first one, and then like expand on Force Awakens a little more, give you the give you the character development you personally are wanting for Ray. Yeah. Um, and Brandon. then and then maybe in the second one, the character development for Finn. Anything would have been better <laughs> than what they did for me. It was garbage. It was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. So I would like if I could erase these movies from my memory I'd, and just like have it be, I would be more than happy. With six, to do just that. six movies? Yeah, just six. I won't even release the prequels, and I hate those. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, erase those I movies. And I you you said something to me recently about you think you should maybe try to watch the prequels again to see if they... Yeah, if they, absolutely. I, I want you to do that. Yeah, and when you absolutely. do that, let me know. And you know what? Maybe then I'll be like, you know what? Just erase those two while you're at it. And just erase. Keep those three movies. Holy in my shit, mind. this is worse than I remembered. Yeah, it, it probably will be. I actually did see just a little bit of the first one where that big frog dude's talking, like the one that's like, in charge of the underwater place and he's like oh, yeah, yeah. going like and I'm like oh that's bad that's just bad nothing though in my opinion is as bad as the I don't know what they even called it the remaster Lucas did of the original oh, three oh my gosh you don't I, even talk to me about that the, yeah the, some uh, of the yeah things that which I went and saw all three of them again when they were in the theater yeah thinking like oh it'll be cool but they were I can't I can't uh, I would love to erase the scene of Jabba walking next to um, Solo Mm -hmm. to his ship yeah because he looks like a massive cartoon character next to well and I know people that are huge Star Wars fans that are like here's the thing too Jabba's not a nice guy right he like whenever he like steps over him or whatever they're like nah that wouldn't fly Jabba would be like you're dead right like he's a bad dude and it's just like nah, you know, like, like yeah, I get it. Like they just he just kind of pooped on his own right. works, which I think that creators sometimes it's just you know like when I, artists and other people like that sometimes you just have to stop and just let it be. And 
his own credit, he's he's the creator of them all. He can do whatever he wants. But right. Well, see, and I stuff. I'll say this. I also say this about the new three and like the Mandalorian. Yeah. The going back to the puppets thing. Yeah. And like that whole aspect of it, I really enjoyed. You know what? That's one thing I actually will give like the new um, sequels credit for is that they they had a good mix of CGI and real. Right, because the CGI Actually, that wasn't yeah. there didn't feel like it was like yeah. in your face. Right, exactly. And like there was like one character in particular in uh, Rise of Skywalker that helps them uh, do something. Do Dad. Yeah, yeah, he's just a little guy. That can we call him Dusex Machina? <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, totally, a hundred percent legit. Looks like a Henson Muppet. Yeah. But it worked, right. and it it added, and he was a laugh character. He's a throwaway funny character, right. and even though he kind of has a bigger, a little bit of a big role, but at the same time, it was like I appreciated the fact that they stuck with it, right? Because they, they could have, and they probably could have done it really well, a CG character mm-hmm. there, but it, it was so just abundantly obvious the stiff movements the oh, sure. mouth moving it was like that is hilarious well and I think that's kind of what they figured out with The Force Awakens is that people don't necessarily want CGI heavy Star Wars movies they're like no we want a mix right we want like that mix of like sometimes some CGI but for the most part like let's try to do as much live action stuff as we can which right. I think in The Mandalorian they actually did hit on really well yeah they did really really well with that so okay We'll wrap that up with this. Yeah. It's a good place to end. It's a good place to end. For my head blows. <laughs> this is the, as someone who, I'm proud of myself because as someone who's not a Star Wars fan. Yeah. I, this is a second full episode I think we've devoted to Star <laughs> Wars in just 12 episodes. So Right. Well, you know, I figured it's topical. It is. It, well, right. It. If it's topical, so it like the well. video game, the game, yeah. the movie. Um. I don't know. There's, we're at this weird place because there's not a lot of new games out at the moment. There's not a lot of... The next thing that I know, Birds of Prey comes out in a couple of weeks, yeah. which I'm trying to get early passes to because I have a connection with that. <laughs> I would love to do that early. Um, there's really nothing. Yeah, the, keep our ears to the ground. All we know is sometime in the next four weeks, we're going to get a shitload of information about the PlayStation 4. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to that. I'm hoping it's next week, to be honest with you. Sounds good. So, I would like that. Sir, until next week, it was, as always, it's good to see you. Likewise. You have a wonderful week. You too.